Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Common Sense with the Educated Redneck, the show about everything and nothing at all. Now please welcome the Educated Redneck himself, Mr. Dan Ellison. Greetings from out in the desert. That's right. From out in Pahrump, Nevada. Nevada. As they say out here, they get upset if you say Nevada. Nevada. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. We're here, sitting here in the middle of the desert, the high plains. Lucky the heat doesn't come up early in the morning. We got a chance to have a good part of the day until about noon or 1 o'clock, and then it just goes to pieces. (laughs) <laughs> There's some real sun out here. But yeah, we're out on the road traveling, Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour. Um, you can find the schedule on educatedredneck.com under schedule. I've got to catch it up today because, woo, road life is tough, kids. You just don't know how hard it is to just live on the go. And that's what I'm doing right now is living on the go. So, yeah, out here touring around, trying to keep going while the world's trying to fall apart. <laughs> and it's uh, the 25th, 923, the next the world joined end date has just gone by. So for all of you conspiracy theorists out there keeping track, that one is another date that can add to the dustbins of dates that was supposed to be the end of the world that wasn't. Remember, it was uh, Y2K is going to be the end of the world. 2012 is going to be the end of the world. I think the election is going to be the end of the world because the Democrats are uh, they are not going to take an L. They've already proved that. They stole the last election, whether you want to believe it or not. I saw an interesting fact. Again, I always encourage you to take everything I say and research it. Do your own research. I'm not a person who's upset when you do your own research. Matter of fact, I'm rather happy when you take the time to do your own research. But I heard this, and it's an interesting fact if it's true. Uh, Donald Trump won all of the in-person vote in the last election. Biden won all of the mail-in vote. Hmm. You know, the vote that's really hard to verify, that nobody took the time to verify, that there are more votes coming back than registered voters. But why let anything like that get in the way of a good election thievery. So, <clears throat> it's um, rather interesting, folks. Rather interesting. It's going to get worse. 
there's so many people saying there's not going to be an election. And if you're paying attention to what's going over in Ukraine, um, you'd be hard-pressed to disagree with them. You would be very hard-pressed to disagree that something is up in Ukraine. And why are we spending hundreds of billions of dollars? And, and now they – we'll get into it deeper. And then the new COVID variant that they're trying so desperately to get everybody scared about. It's horror story after horror story. It's a freaking cold. That's all it is. It's nothing more. It's a cold. I go get look. I've heard this again. Research it on the CDC website. Oh, I'm sorry. It's been a long tour. On the CD website, it says that you're more likely to get the Rona if you've had the uh, Rona shot. Folks, they knew that this experimental vaccine was dangerous. They knew it. They know the dangers, yet they still push it. Thing when you start asking questions like why, that's when everything starts getting real apparent. That we have right now a group of people who do not love this country in charge of this country. That's a fact. They're spending billions overseas and they give the residents of Hawaii $700 for the fire. That, by the way, that they still won't let people into. There is something going on in this country. Everybody can feel it. Everybody can feel it. It's it's amazing how upside down the United States is right now where criminals are getting mere slaps on the wrist and innocent citizens are being treated as criminals. We have turned the United States into an upside-down world where everybody is guilty until proven innocent. All you have to do is lay claim against somebody, and they're instantly guilty. Look at Russell Brand. He was a darling of the left up until he started speaking out against the regime. And now, in typical regime fashion, see, this is the reason they use sexual harassment claims and all these other ones is there's absolutely your word against theirs, especially when they're years in the past. Tell me what you were doing. uh, Tell me what you were doing 10 years ago on this day. I dare you. Tell me. Tell me who you were with, what they were doing, where'd you go, what'd you do. Hell, most people can't tell you what they were doing last week. But here we sit with people's lives on the lines, their careers on the line, based on somebody's word. A word that has been proven many times to be false. Trust all women. All women aren't good people. In fact, a large majority of them aren't. 
And now when they were finally starting to call these people out, they get more vicious. Here we are, folks. Here we are, upside-down world. A world where you can rob Walmart in Portland, Oregon, so bad that they just leave. Yet police will pull you over for doing five over on the interstate. Think about what I just said. Seriously, think about what I just said. You can rob a Walmart until it closes, and nobody will stop the robbers. Nobody will do anything about the robbers. Nobody will prosecute the robbers. The real criminals, nobody will do a damn thing about. But don't you dare speed. In California, you can shit in the street, shoot up, live on the street, but don't you dare bring a fruit into the state. It's bizarro world. And the reason they screw with the average American is the average American is not going to fight back. They're going to capitulate, to try to get along, to go along. Whereas criminals, now criminals, they'll, they'll do their thing. They will do their thing because they're criminals. And that's what criminals do. And the reason they don't want to deal with criminals is those are people where they might actually get hurt. They would much rather put you under the microscope. They'd much rather take you to court for some made-up crime while real criminals rob stores, shit in the street, shoot up on the corner. You, the citizen that pays for all this, must capitulate with your masters. And they have become your masters. They have become your masters. We are no longer a free country. And we're spiraling down the road to complete and total control. And you all are going along to get along. And eventually you won't be able to do anything but go along. Because there won't be no more get along. (coughs) Sorry, my voice is rather um, gravelly today because I have been... I've been doing shows five nights a week, boys, and I'm going to tell you something. When I was younger, I could do that with no problem. But getting older, boy, it ain't easy. My voice is not near as strong as it used to be. And I'm using it every single night in a very heavy way. And that, my friends, is the uh, recipe to uh, having a... Dry, hoarse-sounding voice. <laughs> oh, man. So we're going to get the first break out of the way and then come back and start getting into some meat and potatoes. And, again, this boy is going to do some shameless self-promotion. First break. We'll be right back. That's right, the Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour date, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour 
or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. Most people say they hate wearing shoes and would go barefoot if they knew they were allowed. People say it all the time on their social medias, but they are worried that someone will say something to them. So everyone wears the cheapest flip-flops with the least amount of fabric on them. Most people do not even know that it's completely 100% legal to go barefoot into a store. Most people think that driving barefoot is illegal, but it isn't. Driving barefoot actually is safer than wearing most shoes. Going outside barefoot for a walk is one of the healthiest things you could do, but most people are afraid someone will say so. Or they quote the myths and the rumors that their grandma told them years ago. The fact is, there are no laws against driving a car, going to a store, or eating in a restaurant barefoot. So don't give in to bad fashion, hurt heels, or a broken flip-flop. For more information, please check out barefootislegal.org or find us on your favorite social media. We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now. So why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high-quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find Marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off, and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light, and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out Marty.com. Just as ungrounded signals wreak havoc on radio communications, there's growing concern that because we are not grounded, we absorb tremendous amounts of electromagnetic radiation from our modern devices. EMF stands for electromagnetic field. We are all immersed in electromagnetic fields from Wi-Fi, from the wiring in our homes, and it disturbs our electrical balance. We get charged. Inside of our bodies, we get electrically charged. Some people have as much as 20 volts on their bodies, and that's not good for you. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Hey, everyone. Proof here again. I want to let you know 
that you want to protect yourself against this upcoming food shortage that's about to happen. I know with all this COVID stuff that growing your own food is going to be extremely important right now. So I want to introduce you to my friends over at groundwithagarden.com, and you can get yourself hooked up with a vertical garden that you can grow inside or outside of your house. So if you have a back patio or you don't have room outside, you can grow in either way. And I have a bunch of stuff growing on mine. I have pictures to share. I love this thing. This is the best garden and most successful that I've ever had for gardening for my own self. So let me give you the website again, groundwithagarden.com. That's groundwithagarden.com. Hello, everyone. I want to introduce you to our friends at marty.com. At Marty, you can stock up on all your pantry items and other household items for way, way cheaper than traditional grocery stores. I like that most of the items are organic. Also, I really dig their one-cent deal of the day. It changes every single day. I recently snagged a 10-ounce bag of dog treats for Chewbacca for a penny. Normally, they sell on their site for $7.99. With the upcoming food shortages, this is my favorite place to stock up on canned goods. If you live in the mountain or Pacific time zones, you need to get with Marty.com. M-A-R-T-I-E.com. Look for our link on our FreedomizerRadio.com website and get a $10 free just because I told you to go there. Marty.com. Great deals, good feels. And we're back. And guess who I found? Outside. It's Herman. Say good morning, Herman. What's up, big dog? How are you today? What's going on, man? Doing great. Sitting out here again. We're doing a little different uh, bi-coastal show. I'm now in Pahrump, Nevada, and you are in Virginia, or Portsmouth. Virginia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, dude. Technology. You oh, guys love it. That's right. Got a oh, mobile okay. studio. Got the mobile yeah. studio. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize, just think a few short years back, if I told you that I would be able to sit anywhere in the United States and run a radio show, you would say I was crazy. Absolutely. How many years ago did you go back? How many years did you say? Ten years? Just go back a couple of years. The, the technology explosion in this country is incredible. I'll tell you like this. Let me give you a date. 1993, right? Yeah. 1994, I was just coming into radio. There was no digital technology in radio in 1993, 1994. It was all 8-track, slow-motion reel-to-reel, and reel-to-reel. Yeah, the old cart system. Old cart system. It looked like 8-tracks. That was it. Yep. Yeah. Radio didn't see full digital since almost 2000. Yep. We're around 2000. You know, that's when full digital started to come in. You know, they they tinkered around with it in the, in the late 90s, tinkered around. And it's yep. amazing, man. And they went through about four systems before they even got to a system that worked. Yeah. 
the evolution of everything always takes time. Yeah. And the funny thing is, though, when you look back, that time seems short, and when you're there, it seems long. And you know what amazing? I ain't gonna lie to you. In real time, it really didn't seem short. I mean, it really didn't seem long. I mean, everything was happening so fast. When it was when it seemed kind of you know stagnant was when we were in the real to real and in the carts, um, because it was what it was. But when digital technology came in, it never it was the reason why it didn't it never stopped because it was a continuously trying to improve, 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 and it was a battle because. Technology moves much slower than the actual person. People say, "Oh no, technology is faster." No, it's not. If you created technology, technology will never be faster than you. Never, ever, ever, ever. Because it no matter what it's faster than you are doing, it's still artificially faster than doing. Period. I agree. <laughs> well, that's why if you notice in all the movies, the robots and the artificial intelligence lose. Yes. And here, and here, I want to give people a thought about artificial intelligence, and this is true. It for something that's supposed to be so smart, English is one of the hardest things for it to understand. Yes. Because there's so many different versions of the same word that have the same meaning, and it's sitting there trying to figure this out. And you watch it when it translates people's talk. And, and and it kind of makes me laugh because the hardest thing AI has to understand is a redneck accent. So in the future, when we're fighting wars with the uh, uh, with the artificial intelligence, the rednecks will be your your wind talkers from World War Two. <laughs> yeah. And how in the world would artificial intelligence walk up on somebody and say, "Who are you? Identify yourself." Well, you better identify as my pronoun. I am he, them, they, him. <laughs> hey, hey, once AI takes over, all that nonsense will disappear, believe Because <laughs> <laughs> a robot ain't going to have – robot ain't going to have nothing to do with an insane person that don't know who they are. No, that's the first thing the robot is going to say. You, I must protect you from yourself. You are a defector. You are a defector. <laughs> oh my God! But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been a crazy. Uh, if you're paying any attention overseas, it's getting really. Look, I want people to think, and this is the truth. Uh, they've written movies about it, so it must be true, right? You know, because everybody bases – I can't believe how many people b- base their beliefs on movies. Yeah. You know, but there are some parts of movies that are real, like Wag the Dog, where they start wars to get stuff off the main plate, and that's what they're doing right now. They're getting ready because the Democrats know that Joe Biden has no chance. They can't even – there's no way they can even steal an election because nobody would believe it. Because no, right but, now, he, he's, he's a, everybody knows he's a bumbling fool. He ended the speech with yeah, – he ended the speech with, I have to go to bed. <laughs> I have to go to bed. Come on. So they know – and even I think it was CBS, uh, their poll shows him 20 points behind Trump. 
which is it's more it's more than okay. that. What difference does it make if he's twenty? This is hypothetically. What difference does it make if he's twenty points behind Trump and Trump will be in jail? I mean, listen to what's being said. Oh yeah, okay. It's just pure idiocy, man. It's new. Hey, this is this is what they're going to do is, and and this is whether people want to believe it or not. This is the truth. They're going to start a war, and they're trying right now to start a war with Russia. And right now, we have American troops that have been fighting inside Ukraine, being treated for their injuries in Germany. Uh, we're going to end up like Persia. We're going to end up with a whole bunch of gay men in the front line. Okay? <laughs> and we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we quit, we quit being about being a, a war machine, and now we're a politically correct machine. A politically correct machine. You know, I mean, I can imagine us right now, soldiers all out sitting on the tanks with knots tied in their shirts. You know? Yeah, man buns. Man, buns, they got to get their lashes right before they get the M16 clean, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't understand, you know. It's like <laughs> I'm, I'm lost, man. I am too. I, I'm sitting here. I am I am stupefied, stunned. But they're going to start a war that's going to spread. Because right now they're actually attacking inside Russia with weapons given to them by us. We're funding Ukraine. We can't we can't give but seven hundred dollars a person to Lanai, but we can spend billions, over a hundred billion, and send them weapons and send them money. And then, like they made a mistake too. They they sent them eight billion more than they meant to send them, and they were just like, "Oops." But then you have to say to yourself, when someone's sending money to someone, okay, what are your true ties? Like if a guy is married. But he's sending someone money on the side. Why would he be sending another female money? Exactly. If we're commit, you know what I'm saying. If we're committed to this country and our political figures are committed to this country, why would you drain our country, okay, for someone else's political purpose? So you know you must have side ties with this nation. Oh There's yeah. Something that the United States is doing that we don't see. Well, a, a lot with Biden could actually be his son. Because, see, remember, see, everybody, it's really funny that they have got a video of Biden telling the country to fire their prosecutor, operating inside another country's borders, telling them how to operate, and then tell them, you fire this person or you don't get aid. They've got it on video. Everything they tried to get Trump for, they have Biden on video doing. Yet nobody's taking action on it. Uh, Nobody. But see, right now, people don't understand that. Okay. I'm not going to get into names. I'm going to just use it like, you know, open book characters, okay? We're going to talk about Democrats. Say, for instance, you had a Democrat, right? And this Democrat was an individual that was like almost a spy in the country, Okay. Yep, he, he he fit what everybody wanted and fit whatever purpose was, but the person came in to do the opposite of what he says he's doing because he's working for, for other nations. So imagine someone saying, uh, "I'm fighting against ISIS," 
but then you go bomb individuals that are allies. Yeah. Okay? This has been going on for a long time, and nobody's paying attention to it. Nobody's paying attention to it. And I have to, and the thing is, I'm, I'm careful with just names and things with things because I just want people to figure it out, you know? Yeah, do their own research. Yeah, do your own research. Figure it out for yourself. But when you have a president that's everything you've been waiting for, pay attention to what it is. Pay attention. Just pay attention. When it's too good to be true, it is. Yeah, we used to understand that as a kid. If you saw a commercial and it was too good to be true, yeah. We've forgotten that. Now, if it's too good to be true, it's got to be true. Yeah, because, you know, it's, it's just I always tell individuals. I mean, an abomination is an abomination. An abomination is an abomination. No matter yep. whether you put there the word or human. Exactly. Period. I mean, I don't even know how, how to express it in any other way. This is not a racial, a uh, sexual, uh, political, religious. It's a fact. And we were all asleep doing this fact in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Yep. Because we're discussing it in a manner to which it doesn't truly represent. Because we're discussing it as if it's a regular political situation, which it is not. We have just infiltrated the country. And they used what this country has done against itself to trick itself, period, period. You kill yep. all kinds of birds with one stone. They gave you this president that people have been looking for. It was a relief for the women, relief for the homosexuals. But what was it? <laughs> period. You know what I'm saying? People say, well, Herm, you, are you a traitor? Are you this? Are you that? No, I'm a person that can see. Yes. And when it doesn't make sense to me, I, you can't retrace and reform my reality. No. You can't do that. You can't do that, man. And see, I can talk to you about it because it makes sense. Right. Okay? The average person gets caught up into a left or a right side of something. Yes. They can't disconnect their wagon from their party that they invest everything in. <laughs> and they do. They put all their eggs in that basket, and wherever that basket goes, they have to go because all their eggs are in it. People get frustrated with me when I tell anybody you got to look at the big picture. Uh, they'll say now, okay, when I look at Tuka's Klan – and I look at Muslims, I say, well, it's the same thing. And people say, what do you mean? Okay. Here you go back to 1915 when you talk about the Quran and, you know, it's spelled on the hats of the head of the clan, of the Ku Klux Klan, the Quran. Okay? Now, political, politically speaking, Muslims didn't come along to 1933. But the, the understanding of the study of the Quran and the placement for what they had in the Ku Klux Klan rallies was already in place. Mm-hmm. 
Elijah Muhammad, the same robes for the Ku Klux Klan are the same robes. When the, the same star, the crescent, is the same thing on the Muslim's robe. It's the same thing. Period. People now not looking at these. Everything evil is tied together, especially when you start talking about the good that's trying to stop the evil. Look at it. It all is all a big circular system that serves itself to not stop. Yep. It's the circle of history that I talk about when I talk about the fourth turning and how they realize that life is just a series of loops. (laughs) It is. It's just a a series because nobody learns. We go back to the same tired ideas and try to revive them when they've already been proven in the arena of ideas as failures. But somebody latches on to it and says, well, this is blah, blah, blah. And then they read their groups down the same path. And since nobody studied history and nobody's done their own research, everybody does the same mistakes over and over and over. Everybody does. Like, people don't realize that, like, man, people talk about the theory of gravity. I've looked at the theory of gravity. The theory of gravity is a theory. It's a theory. But when you talk about the theory of gravity and you add density, to the theory of gravity of the conversation, it debunks gravity. Period. Yeah. Because if something stays up but something falls, what is that that makes the something stand up? Well, well, you know, no, no, it's gravity supposed to pull everything down, right, stupid? But density causes the difference in variables of things that coexist within these elements, period. Gravity was a theory. It wasn't a fact. It was a theory that we made factual. Yes. Like many things that are taught as fact that are not fact. Thank you. <laughs> and see that well see that's the whole that's the threat of YouTube and TikTok and all these other ones. It's not everybody wants to go, it's the country, it's spying. No, what the problem is I can put the truth out there and you can't squash it fast enough. So yeah. I may put a video out that you yank, of course, because it's against your truth. But by the time you yank it, enough people have seen it to plant the seed. There you go. There you go. And 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 if you look back into what our founding fathers did with the First Amendment That's why it's the First Amendment. The ability to freely express your ideas is one of the cornerstones of a free society, an open society, and a learning society. Because the truth doesn't mind a challenge. If you're telling the truth and I challenge it, you can squash me down with facts. You don't have any facts to squash me down you must shut me down because you cannot argue a point, so you just delete the point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because you can't argue a point. You just delete it. It's like, it's like when you're having an argument with somebody and you make that killer point, and then they just get angry and start calling you names because but they've lost what... the ability. To fight back. 
and religion has backed that type of behavior. Oh yeah. Don't speak out against us. Yeah, because you know I was when I'm talking to somebody when it comes to somebody said don't discuss religion and things because everyone has an opinion about it. It's a very opinionated subject, right? Yes. And it's a subject based on factual, quote-unquote, opinionation. Yep. So when someone thinks they have the factual factual thing down, they feel they they have the right to be opinionated. Right. Because they think they've got some facts down that someone else hasn't discussed. They, they, they only own, own these facts. Them and them only. Well, you that's... know... Mm-hmm. That's human nature that you know the most, and it's life that will teach you that you don't. Yes, and and that's when you learn later in life to start being more open to ideas. Doesn't mean you accept them, but you at least look at them. And that's a hard thing to do when you're young, because when you're young and you're cock strong, you believe that you know everything. You're the best. You're this. You're that. And it takes life to smack you down a couple times to teach you that you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I look at people and I say, now, people say they're religious people, right? And they're into the Bible and stuff. I say, okay. But in order to be what that Bible says, your beginning, your beginnings have to start with it in the beginning. Now, when you decide to find whatever it is within that religion you do, now you got to find out where you are in the book because you're not in the beginning. No. you got to find out where you are, then go back to the beginning. Then catch up to where you are, then move forward. That's the only way it can work. You know, and people say, well, that doesn't make sense. Well, what you're saying to me half the time doesn't make sense, but I have to listen to you. <laughs> I I gotta try to figure out a way to work around the fact that you won't listen to anything. <laughs> I have to work around the fact that you won't listen to anything. That is, yeah. And then when I when I talk to you, it's like. We can say this to each other, and it's so clear. But when I talk to other people, I'm like, they're like, huh? I'm like, don't you get anything we're saying? You're brainwashed. Well, you got to give them I, – I give them this benefit of the doubt. They're brainwashed because the entire society is brainwashing them. Yes, yes. And as long as you just turn on the TV and hear what the TV's saying, then you don't you think you're alone. You think there's nobody there to back you up. It's you against the world, and so you cling to the biggest group of people and what they're saying and what they're believing. And again, it's been said many times: repeat a lie enough, and it becomes the truth. Yes, because it repeats a lie enough and it becomes a truth. Because a person will ask you things within studies and laws and books and texts, and they'll say, well, what is your opinion about that? 
And then when you give them your opinion, they'll say, well, what is your opinion about this? And you're thinking to yourself, did I just give, is this a test? (laughs) (laughs) And people see absolutely nothing wrong with being that way. And when you explain that to them, they say, well, I think that it should be easy for us to talk about this. Well, I think it should be easy for someone. It shouldn't be that difficult for you. But if you include the other person you're talking to, they may not feel the same way you do. Yeah. They you may know, not. They just might not. But, but like you said, how can I talk to you and you're not listening? You can't convince somebody whose mind's made up. No matter what you bring to them, they will find a way to to decide rather than open their eyes and go, eh, this guy might be trying to tell me something. And that, and that, and when you said that, the first thing I thought about when my tea goes off, the first thing I thought about was when they say in church, my heart is fixed and my mind is made up and I want to be Ready when Jesus comes. Okay, your heart is fixed and your mind is made up. That means my mind is closed and I can hear nothing else other than I know. Yes. And no matter what goes on, I'm going to be fine because Jesus is on his way. That concept to me. Huh? That's a great way to cast aside responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've I've had this kind of weird debate with people before where they sit there and go, because you've seen these people, everything is Jesus' plan. Everything is Jesus' plan. But they forget the part of the Bible that says that you were given free will in the Garden yeah. of Eden. And that free will is to live life as you see it. And that, my friends, is the the most dangerous thing is the freedom to live life as you see it, but it is also one of the most necessary things to come to grips with is that your choices are your choices. And if you believe, you should make choices based on your beliefs, but most people cast aside their beliefs and just make choices and say, well, when the choice turns out one way or another, well, that was his plan. No, he gave you free will. Yeah, you forgot that, that part of yeah. Yeah, you're supposed uh, to have free always, will. It's always his plan when responsibility sneaks in. Yes. When 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 responsibility creeps into the picture, I was his plan. No, you had something to do with it now. Fundamentally. <laughs> well, see, that's you know, again, you and I have talked about this great debate about what life is. And, and and it's a great debate because until you die, you don't know. You can, you can have theories, you can have postulates, you can have beliefs. But until you die, you don't get the answer. And you know the only, the, yeah. mm-hmm. but, but we want to believe we know everything, but all we have is beliefs because the only people that know are the people that went. No, we know something that we know, but we don't want to stick to what we know. I know I don't like to be slapped, so I don't need to slap you. Okay, 
if we can just stick with what we know, we might figure out some things a little bit above what we know, but we got to do what we know right, okay? Not according to no book. No. If I don't like people to yell at me, I don't need to yell at people. Right. Okay? I'm just talking about the simplistics. We, we are on so deep into theories and formulas and so-and-so and sources. And your best source is you, the individual. The and what you don't like, don't put it out there. Right. <laughs> well, that's why I tell people, and, and you've heard, and you and I both yeah. have heard people talk about us not knowing that we know each other. Yeah. Um, we try to do our best to treat everybody like we want to be treated. But if you treat me like shit, you change the rules. Because I'm not going to deal with you with the rules of I'm going to do the best by you because that's what I want everybody to do by me. If you're going to be an asshole to me, I'm not going to give you the same rules and benefits I give everybody else. So if you've got a problem with me, that problem is generally your problem. And the reason you see it in me is because I'll answer you back with what you give me. So if you want to screw with me, I'll screw with you back. If you want to come to me and be a good person and be a good friend and talk and understand that we can have different opinions, then I'll be your best friend. Oh, yeah. But I'm not going to stand by and let you treat me like shit. Oh, no. Can't do it. Too many people think that that's the way, you know, go along to get along. No. It should be an equal exchange back and forth. If not, why even have that friendship? Mm-hmm. Because too many people want to just give, and then they don't expect anything at all, when every relationship should be a two-way street. Yeah. Every relationship could be a two-way street because... If it's not a two-way street, then reciprocity is your only answer to relief from relationships like that, okay? So you should feel if someone, if you're pouring into someone, you should be, you should feel you're being poured into as well. Yes, period. That's only, that's only fair in life, man, you know, because people don't understand. It's, it's a good feeling to feel good. How many yes. times would you have to tell a person it's a good feeling to feel good? And you know, and every individual knows, unless we have some type of mental sickness, what makes you feel good and what makes you feel lesser. Yes. And if you're putting out any of that that makes you feel bad or you feel lesser towards other people, then ask yourself the question. Nobody should have to talk to you about these things. This is a conversation between you, yourself, and I. Period. And all these conversations that we should be having with ourselves we look for advice from others, but no one has an answer for your choices. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think that falls into the, the old lifelong question of what is the purpose of all of this? Yeah. What is the purpose of getting up in the morning and doing what you do? What's the purpose? Because that's a real hard thing for people to, to gather 
when you're so busy running just paying bills, what is your purpose? Why am I here? What was I supposed to do? And that gets into the whole purpose of life. And then people start going, well, it's this, it's that. So there's so many different theories, but nobody wants to accept that the other person's theory could be right. The other person's theory could be on point. But we want to believe that we, the one person, we are the one person out of 377 million in the United States, 7 billion on the planet that got it right. We are that one person. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I am that one person. If I got up today with me having intentions to make people, to, to treat people like I would like to be treated, I'm that one person. Right. And then the I only just, problem yeah. is all those other assholes out there who aren't out for the good of everybody, they're out for the good of one, and they screw up the whole party for everybody else. Yep, but the only problem is, the thing is, you know how to do Just like, okay, just like we've been doing since Thoroughgood. It's, it's what it is. But yes. that does not eliminate the fact that the matter is that I still know you, you still know me. So this is a proven fact. I don't know the rest of those guys like I know you, okay? Yes. But I still remember them. I'm still familiar with them. But there are certain people that connect, and then that's who you're there to connect with. And you have to be accepted of that's all it was. That's what we have to understand. That's all it was. It's us that want more from it. Oh, that could have been my friend. And that's not what it's supposed to be because what it is is what it is. What you have is what it should be. Period. Yes. We're always looking at more, and I could have done that. No, you couldn't have because it would have been. I should have done that. No, you shouldn't have because it should. It would have been. Spend some time thinking about the things that you have done and the things that are possible yet probable, period. Outside of that, that's when I call a person a dreamer. When you talk about yeah. things that have, well, that should have happened that way. If I would have done this, this would have happened. No, it wouldn't because the lesson you had to learn in order for it to happen a different way next time is what you needed this time. And if you keep talking about what you could have done, you're going to miss out on what you should have done. Yeah, everybody's not happy with where they are. They're always trying to look to the next place. Thank you. And they can't just be at peace with what they have and where they are. (sighs) (laughs) It's a strange thing, dude. It's mm-hmm. a strange thing we live every day, and that's the funny thing about life is trying to figure out what the meaning is. And everybody's always trying to figure out the meaning. But a lot of times you forget why you're trying to figure out the meaning to live where you're at and enjoy what you got. Yeah, because the thing is, this is this is the thing. Stop figuring and think, okay? You can never figure out anything that serves a greater purpose than you can ever figure out. You don't even know why you're here, okay? You don't know how you truly got here. You have some type of thought or hypothesis or another big word you came up with. But it's all, we're making up things. We're painting pictures every day to come up with more imaginable things to think we imagined that we did it. Period. We barely, know how, we barely know how to function our hands in front of us. 
And then the ones that find out how to function their hands in front of us, such as, like, I can become a mechanic or I can become a builder. First of all, how do you operate your hand? See, everything takes a functional study of thyself in order to be true to thyself for you to execute the things that you do, period. How do I make my hands work to the best of my ability? How do I make my feet work to the best of my ability? How do I make my eyes see and receive to the best of my ability? And with all these things I can do, how do I make it record to my mind and function to make it do something to the best of my ability? Period. You have to. We have to spend the time like our, on our body like we do figuring out the new parts on our car, like we do figuring out how to use all the functions of the phone. Our body is an example of this same thing. Yes. How do you function? And what is that narrative that runs in your head and the conversations you have with yourself? Hey, I got Thanks. one. Just, just an aside here, something I've, I came up with one night. I sat down and I went, whoa. You and I, when we talk in our heads, we talk in English because that's what we learned in. Now, imagine somebody who was born deaf and blind from the very beginning, so they've never heard a word, they've never heard a sound. How do they communicate in their head? It's deep. Because, because, seriously, think about that. They have to have their own internal language. They have to. And that they, is a language created by them. Mm. See, that, that one blew my mind when I sat down one night and got to thinking about it. I'm like, how do they communicate with themselves? Because... Your narrative is the language you were taught. You talk in the language you learned. If you never learned a language and you never heard a language, how do you communicate with yourself? Mm -hmm. See, Mm -hmm. that right there, when when I sat down and started running that one over, I was trying to figure it out, and it started... We all have an internal dialogue. Where does that come from? The internal dialogue. Where does that come from? Deep thought. Wow. Because I've sat around for hours driving and tried to figure that one out. Yeah. And the more you think about that one, the more bizarre it gets. Mm-hmm. Because you try to imagine how you would communicate... Because every thought is words, and words all have meanings. And the question is, when you were young and you had no words, is that why you have no memories? Because when you're a baby, you didn't have words. And your memories, if you look back to your memories of your youngest age, a lot of that comes at a time when you already had language. And before that, you had no real thought. Because a baby is basic. A baby wants food. A baby screams for food. A baby wants anything. They learned that screaming is the way to get it. Hmm. Because that's their only language at that moment is to scream. 
And then it's up to you as a parent to figure out what that screen means. Yeah. And you do, you what? do what every parent does. Do you hold elimination? Is he hungry? Is he wet? Is he blah, blah, blah? Is he tired? You know, not came till up... you get, it's not until you get the words that you can describe what you need. Well, well, they've come to find that there may be additions to that also because they were talking about babies cry. Speaking of baby cries, just cry. And maybe getting towards something, okay? When a baby cries, there are different types of cries that mean different things. Yes. Okay? Different cries mean different things. Because you can hack, you can fret, you can yell, you can whimper. All of them mean something different. One might mean that you're hungry. One might mean you're cold. One might mean you're sick. But each one of these, it is, see, like when, you're, when you start speaking to it, we, and see, this is another thing. The advancement of being able to speak and to solve and to riddle things, okay, it shows you that from the most simplest form, it is done the same way, okay? So if a person is deaf and blind, how could they communicate? Well, one way is by reacting. Reacting, you know, they may not have, they don't know the understanding of sound, but they have a projection. If something comes out, there's something inside of them that lets them know a vibration or something that something's coming out. They have, if they still have, if they're not paralyzed, they have movements and movement of limbs. So certain movements may mean something to tell you something. So. It's a way to figure out what, how they would communicate, just by how we're speaking. We're just taking and breaking down our form into, of communication into its simplest form. You take what we're able to do, we're advanced. We're, compared to someone that would be in this system, that would be deaf and blind in this system where we can communicate, we are more advanced. Okay? Yes. In that. So when you think about how they would do it, you would have to go back according to what we are thinking. But to them in, his, in that world where they are, they as an individual may think they're more advanced in everything that they don't know that's around them. That's what I'm so, saying. It's, it's, a, it's a road that you go down that gets deeper the farther you go down it. Yeah. That's why yeah. I remember when we were in school, we read the story of Helen Keller. And how she basically was taught to communicate, and and that what that's what that whole story led me to go. Well, is that how she communicates with herself in the head? Because now that we've taught her the words, she doesn't hear them, she doesn't see them, but she feels them. So is yeah. that how she communicates? Mm. And you've seen that I don't know if you've seen the video of that one guy Who's learned to echolocate He's blind but he's learned to Echolocate like a bat And he can he, he makes a series of clicks when he's walking To help him know if something's coming Well How about this Okay now Let, let me speak on this too. You may not learn Okay, well, this is what people call it, and it's a form of learning. But adaptation is not the same as we learn. Okay, 
education, like my grandfather taught me, that education is the adaptation to one's environment. And we're speaking of adaptations right now. Because when you don't have an opportunity, you can't be learning because you don't know of. There's nothing to know of to learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Learning cannot be of value because there's nothing to learn to learn. So you have to be, we have to be talking about the evolution of adaptation, learning to speak about adaptation and learning to speak about instinctual things again. See, we went from, we went from all of this, we went from learning and we went from instinctual to learning. And, 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 and how we learned is instinctual. And then we start putting down how we instinctually done things into books and we call it education. But we have to realize that the things that we learned from the beginning came from someone's past, from an instinctual way of doing things. And we were informed by them about their instructions of how they went by doing something instinctually. And once we learn an instinctual thing, that's called learning. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But it came from a basis like, okay, when you talk about a guy that can fix a car, Okay, no, okay, 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 well, let me give you, because you, you fix cars. Let me give you an example, like another example. It's, it's just like fixing cars. But my partner, he, he played 19 instruments and never, ever went to school for any instrument, you know? Yeah, he played 19 instruments, but he never went to school. And then you have people that go to school to learn one instrument and never master it. And they go to school for one instrument. And this person learned 19 instruments and never, ever, ever learned one, took one lesson. You feel me? So yeah, that's the, hmm? that's interesting. Yeah. So instincts are the path to learn. We just cut off the understanding of instinctual gathering because we wanted to make the learners more important. But the learners are not more important. It's the creators that are more important. The learners are just copying what has been created, and what has been created could not have been learned. The first is never learned. It has to be created to be learned. So when we learn things, everything we're learning is a secondary motion. It's a secondary motion. problem is a lot of the learners want to be the creators, and that's when it becomes a problem. Yep. When the learners want to be the creators and the learners want to shut down the creator to tell you that I'm greater at learning about you than you are teaching me what you created. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> You know that you know what I'm saying. Well, see, this, this all this human nature that we're talking about is something that people don't want to acknowledge. They want to think that everything is happenstance, but we all have canned reactions to certain things that come along with life, and the people in power understand that they can use those canned reactions to make you do what they want you to do. And that's the hardest thing for people to understand is that your canned reaction is how I'm going to control you. And you've got to learn to stop your canned reactions and grow beyond them. But as most society won't do that because most in society are not intelligent enough to do that. It's hard to believe, but there are, there are ranges of intelligence. You and I know that because we run across it in our daily lives. And some people are just so ignorant that they're not even worth the time to talk to. Yeah, because well, – yeah, but think about this, the word ignorant. Okay, where does the word ignorant stem from? The word ignore. 
Okay? So they're, they're it's ignorant from the fact that for some reason they're ignoring what the other person is speaking about. They may not be interested in learning. They, they may have a learning disability, first of all, okay, all the way down to they're just not interested in learning, okay, period. Yep. It doesn't make them ignorant. It just means they have a lack of knowledge thereof. Now, now you got to receive understand why they can't receive or won't receive the information. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We have to figure out why they choose to ignore it because ignorance is a point of ignoring. It's ignorance of a fact. That's what ignorance is. It's ignorance, the ignorance of a fact. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm dealing with people, man. I have to look at things from so many angles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially with radio and all that stuff and like what we're doing now. You have to come from an objective point. And there are many different people that expand, you know, expand the, the globe. Um, we're just talking about the English language is one of the hardest languages to comprehend. Then when we start yeah. talking about you breaking, you breaking down language without having a language, you're talking about being blind and deaf. That's, a, that's language without a language. You know what I'm saying? But we all still have to break down to communication as being a form of something. So how do we do about this communication? Well, education is the adaptation to one's environment. So now we're talking about how we adapt. So we had to bring in learning and adapt, adaptation into the variables of how things work, and they coexist. But if you don't speak about these things, such as gravity and density, then therefore you will never, ever see that these things are possibly a problem because somebody has already made your mind up on their things, theoretically spoken. What you've been taught. That you've been taught. That's what I'm saying. The knowledge you've been taught versus the knowledge you've learned by experience. It's such right. a different. It's such a different pool of knowledge. Yeah, because one is in an organic field. Period. It's, it's fresh. It's fresh as it's going to get. It's, it's it's new. It's what it is. You know. Yep, I do. And, and 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 one is and one is someone giving you something, and you try yep. to master what someone is giving you, and that's totally different. Totally. Not totally different. Not to say you can't become good at what somebody else is doing. You may even find your own way of making it better, but it's still you. Yes. Mm. Well, let me uh, take a quick <laughs> let me take a quick break and uh, throw some commercials in here because we got to do that. And uh, so I'm gonna like throw it. a commercial break in, and then we'll come right back and run to the end of the show. We're already 20 minutes from the end of the show, Herm. Wow. <laughs> As always, it just goes ripping by. So, folks, we're going to run some commercials, and we will be right back. That's right. The Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour date, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you.
We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. I want to tell everyone about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal. Flip-flops are the most worn shoe. Even in America, almost everyone wears cheap flip-flops during the summer, sometimes even all year long. It's because they don't want to wear shoes, but there is 60 years of social stigma to overcome. Most people think it is illegal to drive a car, go to a store, or eat in public without shoes on. The fact is, there are zero laws, health department stuff, insurance regulations, etc. about going barefoot. Not only that, it is actually safer and more healthy to go barefoot than wear most shoes that we have been wearing for the last half century. Please check out the website barefootislegal.org and check out all of our social media. Going barefoot is safe, healthy, and legal. Barefootislegal.org I've heard stories from teachers in classes where their students are grounded that they have half the level of referrals for discipline. Some students who were in tears because they were experiencing success when before they were experiencing failure with their behavior and discipline. I've heard stories from teachers with autistic children who have been grounded where they have less of what they call the meltdowns. And the meltdowns are less frequent and shorter and they come back into the classroom and they're learning more than they had learned prior to the grounding. It's amazing what happens, not just with the teacher at the front of the class, but what can happen with the student sitting in the class. And just think if every single student and every single teacher and every single classroom and every single school across this whole world was grounded. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, health care providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. And we're back. We're back. Man, you know the end of that commercial brings something to mind. Um, we all understand what grounding is the people who really want to open their mind. Yet they have to put a gigantic disclaimer, like something that's natural and we know of is something that could be just made up. Because if you listen to that, that's what that disclaimer says. 
it, it basically says everything that was here was just uh, our opinion, and it probably doesn't mean anything because you're not allowed to speak against the the machine that is the medicine machine. You're not a, you, you can't speak out against the pharmaceutical machine. You can't speak out. You can't, there's no alternative because if you do an alternative and you die, then it's wrong, and then we should have never let it be aired out. We are we have a society that needs to have one message, and everything else must follow that message. And I don't think that's the right way to live life. Hmm. Well, I always tell people, if someone's trying to get you to follow something so hard, do you think it's right? Yeah, because the stuff that you follow makes sense, and the stuff that we're doing right now doesn't. And it makes me tend to understand one thing. If the stuff we're following doesn't make sense and the stuff we have seen makes sense and the things we know for ourselves, then where did they get the stuff that we're following? And do they know? And, and, and the thing is, do you know what we're doing, or are you just p- pretending you don't know? Because if, if if you weren't aware, why are you trying to stop me from saying it? Because you must know something about what it does. See what I'm saying? You got yeah, because right because the truth doesn't mind a question. That's a fact. Yeah. If what you're so saying is true, it will it will stand the test of scrutiny. If it's not true, it will not stand the test of scrutiny. Cancer can't be cured. Then why can't we talk about cures for cancer? Oh yeah, can't well, we well, be able to just talk about it? Well, see, the whole Finn Bender's all thing is what's big now. And if that turns out to be true, which it appears to be, we have anecdotal evidence already. We have people who saying that they were going to die, and they went outside. A prime example that's the guy I travel with. He had stage four cancer and was told to go home and get his affairs in order. And then he got into a uh, a test program with this stuff called Rick Simpson's oil. Yeah, Rick Simpson's treatment oil. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he went from almost dead to now eight years later and still going fine and – it all turned around when he went on the Rick Simpson's oil. Yeah. But he's not the first. Right. And that's what's funny because now I have actual in my, in my wheelhouse and a thing I've experienced, not what I've been taught, not what I've been told, what I've experienced. And I understand that there probably is a cure for cancer that's being suppressed. I know, and see this, resetting the body does not take a cure. Resetting the body takes us just not eating. Fasting fasting is resetting the body, okay? And there are miraculous things that come from just fasting, whether you want to do a, a, a complete fast or intermediate fast, whatever. Fasting is good for the body. And they don't want to talk about this. They don't want to talk about that, that, that certain times you should not eat uh, fruit because at certain times it's not right when certain things in your body. And at certain times you can only eat vegetables. There's just certain times. 
we need to calm, slow down all the meat that we eat because it's hard for us to, it's hard for us to digest it. And we're taking in way too many calories a day, too. Yeah. And then we got to learn the codes on all this fake organic food and all this stuff. We need to start growing for ourselves again. Well, that that yeah. also goes back to, well, if you're growing for yourselves and you're eating less, it's easier. It's hard to grow for yourself eating with the gluttony we eat today. Mm-hmm. But see... As soon as you start to slow down with the gluttony and you start to feed yourself, you'll notice you want less food. You're not feeding your body. You're feeding the parasites that's uh, clamoring to be fed. You're feeding parasites. You feel me? Yes. So these parasites need to be fed. It's not you're not. The parasites want food. Yeah. Yeah, it's real. It's really funny how everybody wants to ignore parasites, and <clears throat> act because we have all this, you know, first world accoutrement around us that you know that we don't have parasites, but we are no different than any other person in that parasites exist. Parasites get in us, and maybe a lot of our problems are caused by parasites, but because we believe that we are such a clean society that we don't have parasites that we ignore something that's right there in our face to be seen. And the only way you're going to learn about parasites is you got to go to people who have had to find alternative routes to medicine. They didn't have access to medicine. These are the people who have your most information who had to find alternative routes to medicine. Like right now, I'm going to color me a, a purple onion, and I'm going to uh, drench it in honey, and in 12 hours I'll have a natural antibody. Simple. You know? Yeah, and then nobody makes money off of that. Nope. Nobody makes money off of that. And right, we've become a money-making machine where we look past what's right and start going to what's money. Yeah. Yeah, because... the only reason I think a backyard in my house is important is because I, I can use it now for a garden. That's the only reason that's important. I don't care about the grass. You know, I, I make it look nice according to whatever their regulations are. But I need vegetables. I need fruits. I need things that are out here. And this is what I need to start doing. Every tree in my house should be a fruit tree. I don't yeah. see as you're wrong. Yes. But you know, that. They don't want that type of independence. Because right now, in the city, those people have no choice but to be dependent on what food they can be brought into them. It's only, you know, if you've got a yard, you can only have so much of a yard in these cities. And having a big yard is a blessing, but most people who have a big yard are too busy worried about making beautiful grass and all these little plants that mean nothing rather than planting something that will help them sustain themselves because they've been taught that beauty is more important being sustainable. Oh yeah. Cause I don't have to be sustainable because if I need something, I can go to the store and buy it. But the only problem is you're going to buy what they're selling you. 
and whatever they decide to sell you. And it's been proven time and time again. Different products have been proven to have bad things in them. And yet that's what you have to buy, and that's what's approved to buy. And then we wonder why we're getting sicker and sicker and sicker. Yeah. I If I pick up a package and it has more than about 10 ingredients, I put it down. You need to. And if it says it's got anything genetically modified in it, I will not eat it. At all. At all. I'm done with it. I'm going to take us off on a little side note, though. I want to. I want to see what you think. You've been. Have okay. you been watching what's going on over in Ukraine and the fact that Ukraine's now attacked Russia and now many people have said, in effect, America's already at war with Russia. Do you think that they're going to push a war? Do you think they're actually going to push a war before the next yeah. election? I think they're going to push in a, a scenario for uh, an agenda. Because we won't know if it's a war or not. Everything we'll be doing is be, unless something happens to us in our backyard, we won't know what's going on anyway, you know? That's the truth. You know, we're just going by what the TV tells us. And so I just know they're keeping us occupied. And while they talk about that, I'm trying to figure out what is really going on because they, they, they're making this a big deal. They know we can't find out the true truth, you know? I know. I don't know what, unless you I don't go know there what. yourselves, unless yeah. you go there yourself, you don't know. All you know is what you're told. Yeah. All you know is what they're you being told they're saying is happening, but you don't know if it's true. That's and that, and yeah, in this world of of knowing and being able to see everything. We still don't know the truth of what's going on in there because there's two completely different stories coming out of there. Yeah. And the and question the, is, the which one's true? Which one's true? And what is the purpose for the wall of deception? What is the purpose? Why Why are we forced to be able to look at this as a puzzle versus just being straight up what it is, you know? They're setting a world stage. And, see, that's where... People want to uh, ignore the Agenda 21 that supposedly – see, it's it's really funny. The, the United Nations and the Bilderberg groups and all those can actually put into writing what they want to do, and then everybody looks at that and goes, well, uh, that's crazy, so they can't actually be wanting to do that. They told you that's what they're doing. They told you. They said, we are going to do this. And then you go, well, are they really going to do that? Well, they just told you they're going to do it. And they keep telling you again and again. Right. And so and if you bring up the fact that they've told you, then you're a conspiracy theorist. Well, they told me. So are they lying? And they just say that stuff? Or is that truly what they want to do? Because that's what they say when they get on stage. Our agenda is to reduce the population of the planet. They say it right out in the open. Bill Gates said, through the use of vaccines, we can reduce the population. Was that an accident, or did he mean to say that? 
And then you look around at what they're doing, and how can you explain it any other way? There's a big world agenda going on. If 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 the Rona didn't wake you up to the fact that there is a one world government, nothing, nothing. Well, see, they're not done yet. They got another one coming, man. There's another wave coming. Oh yeah. Well, they're trying to make this new coronavirus the new wave, but they've done Pride Wolf way too much for this one to actually take hold again. Because the last one was such a farce. The last one was so obviously made up that it woke so many people up that I don't think they'll be able to do it again. Unless you have bodies stacking up every day in the streets. That's what it was like an Ebola outbreak. And luckily Ebola is not very easily transmissible. But what if they mix it with something very transmissible? And then if you've got something with like a 60 to 80% death rate, people will panic and people will obey any and all edicts put down by the government. I think that's what they're counting on. I think the Rona wasn't as deadly as they wanted it to be. Well, they get prepared for Sears. I told you, S-E-E-R-S, Sears, is coming in 2025. That's the projection. Well, it, it, it makes sense. Because they had, they made such great gains with the Rona that they now know the formula to get control is to put something horrible into the system, and that's when they'll get their control. Oh, yeah. And they love it. Half people running around like chickens with their heads cut off. Politicians, that's what everybody doesn't get. They, they, Politicians are in it for one person themselves, their ego, their mind, their power. I'm an important person. I'm the one in charge. I'm the one making the rules. It becomes apparent to anybody who wants to really open their eyes. Yes. And that's why we shouldn't have career politicians. Nobody should wield that power for their life. No. And that's why I say, I've I've said this, I'll say it again. I think we need an election once every six years. If you're in a public office, you cannot campaign for another job. And that means at every election cycle, the people in power must step out of power for six years. Because you cannot go for another job while you've got a job, and your job can only be for six years, and you can only do one term, and then you must move on. And you must have a mental competency test every year that you're in office. Yeah. Did you catch when uh, Trump said that Biden needed to be mentally tested? He made one gaffe. He said Biden is going to start World War II. That's one gaffe. They jumped on that. All the media jumped on that. Look, he made fun of Baldwin. He's dumb, too. 
He made one mistake. Biden makes a gaffe every time he opens his mouth, yet they cover for him. I keep telling you, Biden is a guy in a rubber suit. Biden's been dead. This is rubber. This is rubber suit Biden with an agenda. I'm, I'm finding it harder and harder to dispute that. <laughs> I'm telling well, you. Well, Herman, it's happened again. We've talked for oh, an hour wow. and a half. I didn't even know it was here, man. I just looked up. I didn't even know it was here. I was enjoying myself, man. It was incredible. It's always a good conversation. Yeah. Great. And and, it, and that's what I hope people take from this, is they listen to the conversation, they listen to what we said, and they look into it from their perspective, develop their own opinion, but keep that mm-hmm. mind open, don't close it, listen to what's being said around you. Take in everything, no matter how absurd it is. Take it in. And then you might find, you might find that there's some truth in something that at one point everybody thought was crazy. Yeah, you might find peace of mind somewhere. You never can tell. That's for damn sure. You know, (laughs) we try to take you around, man. You know, you get a you get a little bit of everything. Well, that's the whole point. That's the whole point of what I like about our conversations is that they aren't in one place and they do go everywhere. And if you hang around enough I think you understand that we're just trying to get you to think. We're trying to get you to get out of that mold. Quit listening to the mainstream media. They have been bought and purchased. They are yep. feeding you a lie, and there's a lot of truth out there. You just got to be open to get it. Yeah, open to getting and ready to receive it. That's right. Don't yeah. have your door shut. Be open for business. Yeah, everybody wants to. Nobody wants to sit down and talk to you if you want to challenge everything that you're serious. How far can we get in the conversation if everything is challenging and a, and a battle? For what? Yeah, to prove a point, to prove I'm smart and you're dumb. For what? Exactly. For what? Let us work on these things together. You're smart. I'm smart. Whatever. Let's find out that we have common sense experience and work that out and talk about it. Exactamundo. Well, Herman, I hope you have a great and wonderful day and go out and enjoy yourself. I'm going to be rolling into the city of Las Vegas. All right, my friend. Go go do some sightseeing, and then uh, we will be back and talking to each other again next Monday. Next Monday it is, my friend. Next Monday it is. All right, folks. As always, we end the show the way we always end the show. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. When the enemy comes into your life like a flood, stand your ground and take your sword out in Luke 10 and go eyeball to eyeball with him and tell him, I have been given the authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, nothing will harm me. Stand your ground. When he tries to use one of his main tactics, which is fear, tell him, For God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Stand your ground. When he thinks you're down, tell him I'm not down, Satan. The Lord is my light. 
and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Stand your ground. When he tells you you're a loser, tell him I am the head and not the tail. When the enemy comes after you, tell him Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Stand your ground. When he whispers in your ear and tells you you can't do this, throw Philippians 4.13 to him. I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Stand your ground. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.